episode number 150 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast, where you'll learn how to get unstuck, get clear, and live your life deliberately. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're signing up to listen to, I'm the creator of The Unstuck Method and The Clear Way, two groundbreaking self-help tools that promote your emotional health and well-being. I'm the author of the book, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and I'm currently writing my second book, Getting Clear. I teach all about these tools in my workshops, retreats, and coaching programs. I'm married to a wonderful husband named Boaz. I'm the mother of four children. I'm an avid yogini, and I'm passionate about composing music. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear friends, and thank you for joining me today. So we are in a very interesting and challenging and scary time. At the time of this recording, the coronavirus pandemic is now pretty much what is in the front of most people's minds. I live in Israel, and I think the response to the pandemic came before the response it did in the States. And so I feel like we're about two weeks into this situation. My kids are now off of school for the next five or six weeks. Everything is closed, malls, stores. All of my kids' after-school classes have been canceled. Really, everything aside from supermarkets and hospitals, as far as I know, are closed down. We are being bombarded with messages to keep social distance from our friends. Many or most synagogues have been closed Weddings are being canceled, and most celebrations are being postponed. It's a very surreal time that we're in, and I decided, because of the great panic that I'm witnessing around the situation, I decided to offer a free class on my tools, on the unstuck method and the clear way, for anyone in the world who would benefit from learning them and using them at this time. So I went live yesterday on Facebook, and I taught for about an hour and a half. And I taught step-by-step the unstuck method and the clear way. And even though this is something I usually charge for, I just felt it was what was needed in the world and what I could offer from a genuine place of love and care and kindness for everyone and anyone who is suffering. So feel free to head over to my Facebook page, Shiragura, and watch it if you haven't seen it yet. If you do end up watching it and you feel like you really benefited from it, please do me a favor and do your friends a favor and share it with them and tag them so that they won't miss it. So despite everything that's going on and despite the fact that my kids are now home with me full time, I am still intending to continue with my flow and publish my weekly podcast for you. While it may not be easy, it's definitely doable, and I think there's no better time than the present to really learn the teachings that I want to offer in this podcast. And oh, by the way, if you haven't yet pledged to the You Are Loved campaign, what are you waiting for? (laughs) My friends, there's no better time than now for this song to be birthed into the world. Honestly, 
Just the other day, I was invited to join a Facebook group for parents who are now stuck at home with their kids for the next month or so because of the coronavirus. And this group was created like just a week ago as a place to support parents in terms of, you know, how to occupy their kids during the day and ideas, you know, for science experiments, you know, things like that. But what I'm finding in the posts and in the responses is that the parents themselves need support, not as parents, but just as human beings, they need support. They're exhausted. And many of them are just admitting that they can't handle it all. And I am confident that many of the parents in that group, they just don't have the energy or the bandwidth to read to their children at night after spending every waking hour with them. And I'm like going through this group and I'm questioning to myself, what if instead of reading to their kids at night, they could just lay down with them and listen to the song, You Are Loved. And when they hear the words, you are beautiful, you are loved, you are enough, you are strong, you are smart, the parents would know that those words are not just meant to be heard by their children, but that they're also meant for them, the parents. I'm like literally jumping out of my skin to be able to send the song to anyone who is pledged to the campaign, which ends in less than two weeks. So if you haven't yet pledged yet, please head over to my Facebook page and you'll see the top post. It's me playing the guitar and singing the song to my son, which I just did last night. And there's a link that will take you right over to the campaign. It's only $10. And honestly, I believe the return on investment that you'll get when you lay down with your children every night and you play this song, the return on investment for those $10, it's indescribable. You just have to trust me on this. If you have made a pledge, I thank you so much. And I ask you to please share that Facebook message with your friends and family. Okay, so enough about that. Let's move on to today's episode, which is on your why. So if you listened to last week's episode, you will know that I am walking you through a kind of virtual flowchart from where you are right now, and then taking you through my tools of getting unstuck and getting clear, and then ending at the other end with living deliberately. The first place you need to start is awareness. That was episode 145. The second thing you need to know is what it is you want to create. And I have to say, I was teaching this in yesterday's live class. And what I heard a lot of people say to me afterwards is that they don't actually know what they want to create. They said to me that I asked a question that no one has ever asked them before. And I responded to them by saying that most people would respond the same way that they don't even know what they want to create. They just don't know. They never thought about it before. And so I can't emphasize enough how important it is to know what you want to create in the world, because if you don't know where you're going, you're most likely not going to end up anywhere that you necessarily want to get to. And so you need to really clearly identify in your mind what it is you want to create in the future, even if you never experienced that thing before. So for instance, 
maybe you want to lose weight or maybe you want to create an awesome relationship with your spouse. Maybe you want to make a lot of money. But let's say none of those things are in your history. It doesn't matter. You can, and if you want to, you should put that at the end of your equation. Meaning, what do I want to create? I want to create this. And if you're stuck on figuring out how to create that, well, we'll get to that soon. But for now, what is it that you want to create? That was last week's episode. And if you didn't hear it, you might want to go back and tune into that. The next step in living deliberately is your why. Not only do you need to be really clear on what it is you want to create, whether that's something, you know, long term in your life, or whether that's something just every single day. Because I can tell you, when I'm waking up every morning now with my kids who are home with me for the next month or so, one of the first things we're doing is we're going through this flow chart. I'm totally serious. My kids and I are totally living deliberately. And I ask them, what do you want to create today? And it's a really awesome exercise that I really encourage you to do in your life. Anyway, the next step after identifying what it is that you want to create is to ask yourself, why do you want to create that? Now, it may seem blatantly obvious to you about why you want to create that thing. It might even seem silly to you that I'm asking you why. But other times it's not so obvious. Either way, it's important to identify your why, and this is why. Because sometimes we may say that we want to create something, let's say it's weight loss, okay? That's the example that I used last week. I want to create less abdominal fat in my body. Now, I then ask myself, why? The answer to this question is personal and it's individual. My reason, my why, if I tell you, it may sound ridiculous. It might sound totally meaningless to you. It might not even make sense to you, but that doesn't matter. This is not about what others think, and it's not about what you think should be your reason for doing things. It's only about what your why is. So let's talk about weight loss for a minute since I used that example last week. Let's say I say that I want to create weight loss and then I ask myself why. Maybe I would say that the summer is coming and I want to look good in a bikini. Now, I don't wear bikinis, but I'm just using that as an example. First of all, if I were to have that as my why, that's my personal why. It may be the most important thing in the world to me to be able to wear a bikini on the beach. And it's none of anyone else's business if that is my why. But if I were working with you, I would continue to ask the question why until you really couldn't go any further. So if I answered, I want to look good in a bikini, I would ask myself why rather than just leave it at that. And I may not have an answer at first. Sometimes our answers are even hidden to us. Maybe it's something I've never really thought of before, other than that's something that I want. 
But if I press myself, I may be able to come up with a deeper reason. Maybe it's because I want to look good when I'm on the beach. And then I would ask myself again, why? And then maybe I would say, because I like it when others look at me. And maybe it would end there. Maybe I couldn't think of anything else. Or maybe I would say, because I just want to feel comfortable when I'm on the beach. And maybe it would end there. Or maybe I would say, because I want my husband to see me as sexy. And maybe that would be the end reason. That might be my why. So I may want to lose weight because I want someone to see me as sexy. It doesn't matter. What matters is that I find my true why. In other words, if I were coaching you, I wouldn't want you to say to me, I want to lose weight because I want to be healthy. If that's not really your why, I wouldn't want you to say that to me. I only want you to tell me what your true why is. This is really, really, really important. Why? (laughs) Because creating what you want to create isn't necessarily going to be easy. The process of living deliberately is very simple, but it's not always easy. And the reason it's not going to be easy is because you have a lower brain, episode 146, and that lower brain is going to do everything in its power to keep you from moving forward. And it's not going to be easy because you are going to tread through difficult emotions such as discomfort and desire and disbelief and many, many other challenging emotions. And if your why is not compelling enough, it's not going to support you in creating what it is that you want to create. I can't overemphasize how important it is that you clearly identify to the very source, if possible, what is your why. Let's take the coronavirus situation that we're all in together. When I wake up in the morning and I'm doing this living deliberately routine with my kids, I tell them, depending on the day, what I want to create. So today, for example, I told them that I want to create calm and order and joy. Why? Why do I want to create calm? Well, because the world seems to be in a panic, and I know that being in a panic is not something healthy for me, nor is it healthy for anyone, and I know panic increases one's stress hormones, and it decreases your immune system. But is that really my why? Is that the only reason I want to be calm? Is that my real why? No. And if I try to dig deeper, I would say that I want to create calm because I tend to be a naturally anxious person. And when I'm anxious, I overeat. And when I'm anxious, I'm not nice to my kids. And when I'm anxious, I don't make time for my husband. And when all of that happens, I feel like everything is falling apart, even though rationally, everything really might be okay. And so I just don't like feeling like that. That's my why. I want to create calm because being calm makes me feel happy and in control. Why do I want to create order? Well, because the kids are not in school. And if I don't create order, there's going to be chaos. 
okay, that sounds true and good and innocent, but can I keep digging? Like, okay, there's chaos, or okay, the kids are on their screens and the TV all of the time, so what? Is there a deeper reason? So I'm honestly thinking about this now, and what's coming to my mind is that I don't want my kids to turn into lazy bums. This is my why, okay? And it's not for you to judge. But I think I want to create order because I have a fear that if I don't, my kids are going to turn lazy and they'll start disrespecting me. In fact, I can dig even more and say that I want to create order because I want to maintain control. That's probably the deepest place I can go with this. In other words, if there's no order, I will lose control of my kids and lose control of my life, right? Because if my kids don't have order and they don't go to bed at the regular time every night, I won't have my evenings, for example, which are very precious to me. And why do I want to create joy? Well, that's easy because I want to be happy, right? And I want my kids to be happy. But really, if I'm being honest, I'm probably saying that I want to create joy because I tend to be a serious person and I don't tend to create joy in my life on a regular basis. In fact, joy is the word that we're focusing on this month in my Living Deliberately Journey group. And it's just so fascinating because there are so many opportunities to create joy in my life on a regular basis, even when you're stuck at home with your kids. And I just don't do that on a regular basis. And I guess there's also a fear of, you know, me growing old without joy or my kids growing old and looking back and not remembering joy in their home. And so, yeah, I have a lot of reasons to want to create joy. Now, again, wanting to create calm and order and joy seems very innocent and obvious to most people and even to myself, but I need to dig as far down as I can go because if I get stuck on creating any of those things, I'm going to have to remind myself and anchor my mind in my why because if my why is not compelling enough, I am just going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because my lower mind is going to tell me all kinds of stories like, it's too much effort, Shira. It's too difficult. You won't be able to create that. That's impossible. And lots and lots of other stories. And that's why having and knowing your why is so important. You're going to need it during the process of living deliberately. So as I mentioned, this practice of living deliberately is something you can do for a big thing in your life, like a long-term project, like losing weight, or improving a relationship, or building a business, or finding a mate, or changing who you want to be in the world. But it can also be used more short-term, like living deliberately for today, or just living deliberately for this very next moment, whatever it is, I encourage you to practice with me today. You can either use what you wanted to create from last week, or maybe there's something I mentioned in this episode that inspired you to want to create something else for today. Whatever it is, first just get clear on what it is that you want to create. 
then figure out your why. What is your why? I encourage you to write it down and keep digging. Keep asking yourself why. And then again, why? Until you feel like you really got to the root of your why. And remember, be really honest with yourself. You don't have to share this with anyone, although you certainly can share in the Living Deliberately Facebook group, and I would love to hear from you. But truly, you can keep it to yourself. What do you want to create and why? My dear friends, I look forward to being here with you next week and sharing with you the next step in living deliberately. And just a quick reminder, I have that free class on my Facebook page for you to watch. And if you haven't yet made a pledge to the You Are Loved campaign, please consider doing so today. Sending you a lot of love and calm and compassion. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. For more information on my workshops, programs, and retreats, please visit me on my website at shiragura.com. See you next week.